Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I am very excited for this podcast. It is a new topic for me, and I am going to introduce you to a very special woman who has been teaching me that there are female archangels. And I did not know this. And I have a beautiful deck of hers that was sent to me to be able to review. And we are going to learn about the divine feminine energy and bringing in female archangels into our practice. But before we get to my guest today, I just had two announcements that I wanted to let you know of. And as many of you know, I have been doing some grief work and I'm co-facilitating some grief groups with my coworker, Kelly, who was also on the podcast. And we are running a really beautiful Coping with the Holidays grief support group on, believe this or not, November 11th. And you're going to find out in this podcast why 11-11-11 is also so important. So pretty cool. It's going to be on Veterans Day. And we are holding this from 1 to 8 p.m. That is Eastern Standard Time. And this class, we are also running virtually. So that's why I wanted to let you guys know on the podcast, if you live in New York, South Carolina, or Florida, you can actually attend this class with us. Kelly is a licensed social worker, so she's licensed in those three states. So we have to limit it to those people in those states. But we're going to have a beautiful day. We are combining sound healing, art, meditation, and journaling into this Coping with the Holidays grief support group. So again, it's called Cardinal's Journey, Coping with the Holidays, November 11th from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, both in person and virtually at my office in Malta, New York. And you can register at my other website, hannashealing.com. And then uh, many of you know that we have also done a spiritual self-help book club, and that is coming back. I'm going to also be running that virtually on Zoom. Anyone can attend from anywhere all around the world. And I have chosen two of Wayne Dyer's books, The Power of Intention, and There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. As you guys know, we're making a documentary about after-death communication, and I am lucky enough to be meeting Wayne Dyer's children in November. They're going to be a part of the documentary, and we're going to learn how they've been communicating with their father since he has transitioned. And I just love Wayne Dyer's work. And so that is the book club that I have selected for November and December. We're going to do both of those books. It's Monday night. 7 to 8.30 p.m., again, Eastern Standard Time. And if you are interested in joining me and reading this book, I give lots of activities and homework assignments as we meet and work for eight weeks together. You can uh, at hannashealing.com. Okay, those are my announcements. I needed to get those out of the way. And now for our show. So my guest today, her name is Callista. She is an award-winning author, speaker, and pioneer of spiritual ascension. As a former cancer research scientist, she blends the seen and unseen realms into her certified modalities, angel healing and unicorn healing, which are taught worldwide. 
She is the author of several books, including The Female Archangels. And one of the things that I learned about her is that she first met her guardian angel when she was six years old. So I'm hoping to hear about that story. It was during a time of personal crisis. And ever since then, she's developed her relationship with the angels. So we're going to learn about her angel healing. Unicorn healing sounds like so much fun. And she lives in Scotland. And she told me when we signed on that she has moved into this beautiful cottage. And the walls are so thick that sometimes the Wi-Fi is really difficult to get through. So we might have a few minor technical difficulties. We've frozen a couple of times as we introduced ourselves, and but we're hoping that doesn't happen on our show. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Callista. Callista, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me on your show, April. So nice to be here. Oh, so nice to have you. And for those of you who are watching on Path 11 TV and possibly YouTube, this is the deck that she sent me that she recently made. And uh, there's a beautiful artist who created these beautiful cards with her. And this is the female archangels. And we are going to learn about them and a little bit more about, I pulled some cards for you guys today. So I'm going to ask her to let us know why these cards showed up. And uh, I have questions about some other cards. So this should be a really fun time. So Calista, um, let's, can we go back to when you were six years old? How, what was your encounter with your guardian angel? Because clearly this sparked your relationship very early on and you're continuing to work with them and bring these angels out into the world. Mm, yes yeah let's go back to that time and it's funny because I pulled a card and the card that I got was Gabriel and your inner child so we're going straight back to the inner child so when I was six I was my mum was a single parent and she worked often away and stayed at my grand's house and she had very similar to this a stone built cottage and very old and very haunted and I was I was aware as a child, like so many kids are, seeing spirits, sensing things that they can't really understand. And the way that it came forward for me was I would see often apparitions and, and spirit and not always things that made me fearful. Like I used to speak to fairies when I was younger in the trees and <clears throat> that's a big part of my path as well. But there was this man that would come into my room often, the spirit of a man. And as I grew up, I understood that other relatives and the fact heard him and seen him. And Ran would often have her covers pulled off of her at nighttime. Like it was really quite an aggressive spirit. But he would come into the room and, you know, I did not know what to do. And I remember one night when I was six asking for help and the help that came forward was in the shape of an angel and up until that point I didn't know what angels were but this beautiful big white light came forward from the right hand side of the room and engulfed the bed where I was lying with me and my dog <laughs> and we were in this bubble of light and I just remember feeling such peace from one from from one moment of such fear to then a split second later, being so comforted in complete peace and I was able to fall asleep. And from that point on, I would often ask for my, the light, which I now know is my guardian angel to come in and, and help me just to take that, to take that fear away. 
But years later, after my grand passed, I heard that the house, the cottage was going to be created into a, a nursery, like a kindergarten for kids. And I did not want <laughs> the spirit of that man because now, of course, as the world is continuing to ascend, more children that are coming through, are there a lot more sense than we were when we were younger? So I went back to the to the cottage and moved on the spirit and came to realize that he wasn't this malevolent being. He he just saw me as seeing him and he wanted to make contact. I didn't realize that being a six-year-old. So I was able to to move this spirit on of this man who was so tormented, he had taken his own life at, at, in the building that was adjacent to my grand's house. And so he haunted that area, but was able to move him on, thankfully. And every time I walk past that house, because I'm now back living in the area of where I grew up as a child, it feels happy. It feels light. So it's, it's a wonderful full circle and the angels helping. That's so beautiful. Wow. So I love that, you know, you kind of went into this man's spirit a little bit more to understand him and where he was tormented a little bit and help him to be able to move him and help him transition given the way that he ended his life. Yes. Yeah. And I think so so many beings in spirit that for whatever reason, are just looking for help. But often we don't understand that in the moment of seeing them, we're in the fear, aren't we? We're sort of shocked by their by their presence. But if we go under that, which of course the angels help us to do, we can have this relationship with them and, and help them in the way that they need. Yes. So when I was, you know, reading kind of the intro to the book that came with the deck, you had brought something up that I was like, oh, that's right. Like usually I've always heard with angels that most of them tend to be males like Archangel Michael and Raphael and Metatron. And then there are some where I've been told, well, they're neither male nor female. They're kind of this energetic presence, but they do have with that energetic presence, it could feel a little more masculine or feel a little more feminine. But I really was like shocked and thinking like, oh yeah, this is really amazing. I'm sure that there are female archangels out there. Who are they? And what is this all about? So can you talk about, guess, how angels embody the masculine or feminine first? That might be a good place to start. Yeah. And it's such a rich conversation. It's, I think I think many now are many light workers and healers and teachers and mediums are beginning to interact with the angels and sense them more in their feminine essence, which is great. But the feminine has always been there. It's just the masculine side of the angel, that part of their consciousness has been written about, has been illustrated. I guess we have we owe a lot to the patriarchy for that, for that reason. You know, big up the masculine side of creation, the masculine side of God. But the feminine has always been there. In truth, an angel is neither male or female because, of course, they don't have a body. They're ethereal beings. Yet, whoever they are interacting with, whether it's humanity on, on planet Earth, whether it's different star races, 
because of course they interact with many beings in our universe, not just those on planet Earth. They take a form that is relatable to the being that they're working with. So for humanity, for the most part, up until this sort of new generation, most have identified as either male or female. Now we're going into this age of gender fluidity and, and non-state of awareness of gender fluidity on the earth. And the angels can speak to this too, because many can look to an angel as being non-gender, as being that androgynous being, as well as male and female. So I love that. I love how relatable angels are and how more so they're less attached to religious dogma because for so long they were seen as these religious beings. But of course, angels are non-denominational, so they're not assigned to any fixed religion. They're able to meet us no matter our belief systems and help us wherever we are in our life. Mm-hmm. So how how do you know that 11-11-11 is when they have been focusing their light on Earth to help humanity? So is this like a message that you've downloaded, that you got, or is it more of reading things about this and then you became curious about the feminine archangels? Angel healing is a hands-on modality that was created back in 2009. And from the start, it focused mainly on the archangels, Raphael, Michael, Gabriel, helping an individual to connect with these beautiful beings through attunements and learning their hands-on healing techniques. And then from 11.11, the female angelics began to step into the system. And I'd been working with them in meditation, trying to get a handle on who they are because there was no information about the female angelics. There was no books. There's no teachers talking about the Archaea, which is the name that we give to the to the divine feminine angels. But from 11-11, we went through a transitional time. I feel in, in every level of my being that it was 11-11-11 because this is when the feminine started to come in and not just the Archaea, changing their gaze from helping the universe to ascend and all the universal duties that they have and as they brought their focus to earth but also goddess energy also the divine feminine within us all or what we identify our sex to be or gender to be began to rise from that point and I felt that the angel healing teachers of the system felt that as well and from that point we began in every course, and every angel healing degree to bring in the Archaea. And now the system has 17 Archaea and 17 Archangels. And in the book, in the, the Oracle, six years in the making, the Oracle is, is their love, is their teaching. So 17 Archangels and the 17 Archaea, the twins, are in the book. So I'm so happy now it's out there. And it's helping people to connect to these beautiful beings that in truth have always been there. They've always been with us. Right. But what's nice with this deck is that there's the balance of yes. the masculine and feminine perspective. So mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that. You also have in the Oracle book, you answer the question, does everyone have a guardian angel? And so I was curious to know when I read at around 12 weeks in utero, you were assigned a guardian angel or more than one. So I'm curious to know why is it the 12 week mark? 
Mm, that is when, and there's there's so many different, re, there's so much research on this from looking at spikes of DMT in our, the God molecule in our body to different traditions. For example, the Sikh tradition, which I followed a lot in my path of becoming a Kundalini yoga teacher. They believe that the soul comes into the body at that time. DMT, the spirit molecule spikes at that time. And also just downloading the information from the angels. That's when the spirit of the being that's going to be born comes into the mum. And at the same time, the energy of their guardian angel steps in as well. Oh, really interesting. I didn't know that about the DMT either. I'm going to, I'd like to research some more of that. Yeah. So I found that really interesting. All right, let's get into the cards here. Let me see. I think that's, that's kind of where... Where I'd like to go next, because you've answered all of my other questions already. So that's great. It makes my, make my job. to see what cards you've picked or yeah. what, the cards that have picked you, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so like I said, I've been using these for a couple of weeks. I've been using them with my clients. And so I was trained in, in angelic Reiki with an attunement for angelic Reiki from a woman out in Tahoe. So I have done angelic Reiki sessions with my clients and also used a couple of different angel decks and the Keepers of Light deck. And when I got your deck and I was going through it, I loved the feel of it. And I said, you know what? I should really like remind people that I do these angelic Reiki and I think I'm going to use this deck now. And I kid you not, Callista, five minutes after I opened your deck, I had a client book an angelic Reiki session. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was like, okay, got it. So, and I love this. This deck to me feels so much more comprehensive than other decks that I've used because it really does blend the masculine, the feminine, and you have a couple of symbols in here, you know, that I want to ask you about too. So, so before I got on the call, I actually, because I had so many different questions with so many different cards, I separated the cards into the masculine and the feminine. And I, I asked who wants to show up for this call today. And the first one that I got was Archangel Sandalphon, Center and Ground. Yes. Oh, don't you love working with his energy, big dental giant? Yes. And and what was interesting, so as I was shuffling, you know, I wasn't feeling anything yet. And then I heard, I am the one very clearly. And I, I picked that top card. I was like, it was very like, I am the one. I was like, all right. So I got Archangel Sandalphon, which was center and ground. And so I've been really excited for this podcast. And I was like, okay, do I need to get a little more grounded here? Because I'm like flying high and, you know, it was just like so giddy before meeting you. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to center. I was wearing something totally different and I was told to change the color that I had and that I had to put on something very vibrant. So I grabbed my red sweater. And then the Second one of the feminine is Ar Archaea. Am I pronouncing that right? Archaea. Archaea. Harmony. Bring in uh, music. Yes. So now here's the weird thing. So I want you to kind of let me know what your interpretation is of both of these coming up. But as I was reading in the Oracle book, what they signified and met, meant, I have recently just really indulged myself and am in sound healing therapy. Mm. 
So I did a sacred sounds class last night with the crystal bowls, my ocean drum, these crystal pyramids that I have, and I'm really immersing myself in sound healing. And when I opened each of these, there was like a whole sound healing chart of different hurts for healing. It might have been with harmony. And and then Sandalfon was also talking about music therapy. And then I was like, whoa, this is really freaky because I, if you see what my book list right now, I am like immersed in sound healing trainings, books, I'm bringing it into my business. I just can't get enough of it. So I'm hoping that this message and these two angels are for our listeners, but sorry, guys, they might also be for me. I'm not sure because at first I thought maybe they were the twin flames of each other because they were both were talking about music, but they're not. Faith is the, um, the twin flame of Sandalfon, but I thought it was really interesting that both of these are talking about music and sound and healing. So what's your interpretation? And do you have an idea of why these two came up for our call today? Yes. Well, I think definitely it's definitely for you and signifying that that is a perfect path for you to go into sound because yeah, they are two angel that work much. Sandalfon is more about manifesting through sound and through music and harmony is more about using music to soothe especially working on your emotional body but together of course wow that's such a beautiful relationship we could bring both in for the listeners let's just tune in and see okay what is that message what can work with sound for our own personal growth and the message it's funny message came yesterday when I was walking in Mother Earth, do these little clips on Instagram called Mother Earth News, where whatever is going on on the planet, or if there's a nature spirit around or angel, just let them talk for a minute and it'll be different themed. The message that came through yesterday was how we can go into nature when we're feeling good and use our voice or whatever sound or music is coming out and how that is a service, how that's a gift. Because often when we go into nature, whether we know or not, consciously or unconsciously, we can dump, can't we? We can vent emotions or stress or worry or a conversation we just had. But it's actually such a beautiful service to go into nature when we're feeling good and consciously walk with love or sing out to nature. And again, that's more of a teaching of Sandalfon being the angel of the earth there. But I think it's a greater message for us all to understand that we have this potential to bring so much light and hope into this earth. And we can do through one of the mediums, of course, can be through our voice, through our song. Yeah. And, you know, as I'm doing much more research on sound healing and therapy, these books were written quite a while ago and they're saying this is this is going to be part of our future. Like their Mm -hmm. sound healing may be similar to Reiki. Like Reiki now, at least in the United States, is so embraced. I mean, where I live, every wellness center has Reiki practitioners. Every yoga center is offering yoga and Reiki together. So, you know, it's making me wonder as more of this holistic movement is happening, maybe sound really is going to be something just as natural as yoga and Reiki and people are going to want it and crave it and and need it, you know? So that. I was I was like blown away when these two came up and <laughs> reading their descriptions. I was like, whoa, that was really heavy. So thank you for that. Okay, can I go to my next one? Let's see. Yes, please. 
All right. Oh, there's so many. Okay. Well, this is just a comment. Well, there's there's two, I guess, two archangels that I had never heard of, but these Archangel Cassiel, Cassiel. Oh, Cassiel. Yes. Cassiel. And then Angel of Fear. And then Archea Serenity. I felt a lot of Joan of Arc energy with these yeah. cards. Oh, I'm so glad you've tapped into that site, April. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt this one is a little clearer to, where's my camera, to be able to see. It just, I don't know, it felt like warrior energy. And then when I saw Face, Fear, and Rise, I was like, oh, this feels like Joan of Arc. So, But I had never heard of this archangel. So could you just educate me a little bit more on this one? Yeah, so Cassiel and Cassiel's twin serenity as one supreme angel are all about transcendence of fear and also working with our shadow side and not feeling like we need to process ourselves to death, like we're a project. You know how so much of the New Age movement can feel like that sometimes, but instead to bring everything into wholeness. So therefore, whatever is coming up to shake us and move us in our life as a fear or insecurity to bring it in, to integrate it and to face it in a way perhaps that we haven't before. So Cassiel is like this angel, <laughs> the angel healing students over the last, what, 15 years teaching this course have either loved, they either love Cassiel or they, or they do not like working with Cassiel <laughs> because he holds up this mirror and he shows us everything that we're not seeing that we need to see in order to learn, change and grow in our life and our spiritual path. Nice. Beautiful. Well, I loved it. I was very drawn to it. The other kind of intuitive thing, and you mentioned this on how to connect with a deck, is to look at each card. And usually I would recommend this to my students too, to like not even open the book to read their description, but what do yeah. you intuitively? So one of the other things that I noticed as I was connecting with these cards and just looking at them more intuitively, I noticed that the light and the way that it shines on certain cards would make me as a healer drawn to a certain chakra center. So if my client were pulling them and say they got Archaea Freedom, uh -huh. to me, this kind of looks like a throat chakra card, yeah. possibly yeah. heart. You know, there were some other ones like Gabriel's is kind of shining a little bit in the sacral area. There were some others that felt more crown virtue. Clearly, this would be heart chakra, but that talks about it. But so I was really tuning into these light beams and where they were hitting the angels' bodies as a way to intuitively maybe pick up on what chakra center my clients might need and a clarity to me that felt very much like a crown, the yeah. crown chakra, and also felt very shamanic because she has like this beautiful bird on top of her head. So, so I, I loved just, they spoke to me very quickly, I mm -hmm. felt and felt a, a real nice connection with, so I just kind of wanted to share that with you. And I, I'm not sure if, if, when you were creating this deck, if you also felt certain archangels to be used in different chakra centers. Yes. Yeah. That, you know, the deck took six years to create because it took that long because every image and some of the images have 250 layers of different images and geometry and light. They kept working on myself and the artist, Mary Jo. <laughs> And some, some cards would take absolute months 
and we were worth the teachings and the virtues. And like you say, for example, Archaea Freedom, twin of Jeremiah, wanted the light specifically to come out of the throat because she is all about helping us to release our voice. And she is really one of the angels that's helping us in the next She's been helping us for the last few years and will continue for the next decade to help us to really liberate all the wounding and the stories that we're holding on to, especially and related to our voice, to our, mm-hmm. our means of expression. So yeah, all of these things are, are so, the, the intricacy. So myself and Mary Jo, for the next few months, we're going to be posting a lot on social media just to hear backstory of all the little intricacies and the details because there is so much, so much learning. There are so much teachings from the angels. Yeah, these are beautifully designed and they really, they're, I can't believe how many layers you said, but there are some cards like this one, Constance. I mean, you could just, there's so much in the dimension of, you know, the top of the card, what she's wearing, this, this felt very star being to me. So, and I, I'm not familiar with this and, you know, it said bring heaven to earth, but I saw a lot of sacred geometry and she just felt very ethereal and like of, of the star beings. So I was hoping, and this right here in the center is also what's on the back of the card. So I feel like this was important to talk about. Yeah. The Vesica Pisces which is a symbol that's actually shown up and has been illustrated in every known religion on earth. Wow. And, it, and it is the universal womb. It's the space of the creation of, of all life. And we've done it in such a Metatron and Constance being twins of the angel of sacred geometry and symbolism. They wanted the flower of life right, right there in the middle to reflect that we all have the capacity to be the creator of our life and our life experience. They are such empowering angels to work with, Constance. Like the night sky, she's so vast and brilliant. Yes, yes. I felt really drawn to that one too. Let's see. Okay, we got a couple of more. We're still good on time here. Our Kia Joy. I just, you know, let the artist know. Wow. I mean, just fantastic. I mean, the color... This one just feels very multidimensional and layered. And yeah. when you see it, you just want to smile and laugh. I mean, the colors are brilliant and clearly we all need joy in our life. So this one is prioritize play and pleasure. So I just, just wanted to say that one was absolutely beautiful. Has a, she has a little, she has a little tattoo on her arm that says only love is real, but I don't think you can see it in the cards. I can see it, but I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't think this. Oh, wait, hold on. There it is on the arm outstretched. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. Oh, so cool. See, now you're going to make me want to look at these really closer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hidden messages. Only love is real. That is so true. And, you know, what I've been coming to learn is that our our natural state is the state of joy. And that's really what the creator wants us to hold and be and emit. And, and that's what gets us really locked into the next card, which is kind of synchronicity. So, you know, our podcast is called Path 11 and we had the 11-11 phenomenon happen, you know, throughout the making of our films that we have, which is why our, our, our production company is called Path 11. So I couldn't dismiss Archangel Jerry Mel, signs, symbols, and synchronicities. And there's an 11-11 right up on top there. So would you like to talk about this one? Yeah. 
So Jeremiah is the twin of freedom who you shared before. So he serves on blue electric ray, blue ray and the orange ray. And Jeremiah is all about bringing us back to our center. And that's why he's got his hand on his heart, helping us to recognize the many myriad of signs that the angels and our guides are constantly dropping in into our face to go, hi, I'm here. <laughs> You're not alone. Here's this idea. Here's this action step. Here's this repetitive number sequence to let you know that, you know, you are here, you are being supported. And he's a, he's a beautiful soul to connect with. So Jeremiah has a very strong connection with the energy that is Jesus or, you know, as the ascended master Sananda. So he gives us that sense of protection, brotherly love. Yeah. And the rays that you're talking about. So I was, I studied a little bit of esoteric healing. And so this reminded me a little bit in some of the cars it talks about, like you just mentioned, he's connected to the blue ray. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I was actually told to wear this color, magenta, because <laughs> this is the color that I serve on magenta. And I really feel like you are on the red ray or, or I'm also getting the aqua blue ray. Is that, does, do you connect with that? Yes, aqua blue and also magenta. I am like hot pink girl as much as I can be. And I almost wore a magenta, but then I went for the red. So, and I have been told, um, did you say the blue? The blue ray? Aqua blue. I've been really clearly in your energy field. Yeah. So the source rays or the angel rays are the ray of light that the angels travel to connect with us and also manifest from. So everybody I'm sure has heard of Archangel Michael. And his blue sapphire ray. Cool. And what's the aqua blue? The aqua blue is about connecting with the energy of hope. So if you look at actually Archea Hope's card in the deck, she is she's manifesting on this aqua blue ray. And it's all about seeing hidden meanings, seeing the underlying blessings of situations. Yeah. And bringing in the energy of hope. Her guidance is all about hope spirals. It takes us out of the vibrational state that we're in, the emotional state, and it helps us to rise and see a, a higher perspective. Very cool. Yeah. And these, I love this card because I love pinks, the hot, I love the magenta, the hot pink, but also the soft pink and teal, that aqua kind of marine color. It's the color of my office. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I always say to people, I'm like a teal, pink, blue, purple spectrum. Like those are my colors. So th this one like really embodies everything that I love. Very cool. Thank you. All right. Now, let me ask you about some of these symbols. So we okay. have the balance symbol. This looks like water to me. Yeah. There's also an ascension symbol, which I'm very connected to pyramids and triangles. Love to draw them. And then this one, satellite symbol, turn on your light. I'm like, oh, what are these? This They're cool. Very cool. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit more about each of these? So for those who are watching or listening and they're part of angel healing whether student or practitioner or teacher will know these symbols they're the they're the main cornerstone of the modality and for so many years just being in the degrees nobody has seen 
being in the degrees, nobody has seen these yeah. symbols. So I'm assuming it's similar like Reiki where they were kept sacred. Yeah. So that these symbols were kind of kept sacred. And then like with Reiki, they were put in print. So are these symbols that you would use in training and attunements? Yeah, these are, so I guess for Reiki, if we look at Reiki, symbols were used as a training tool to help the student to connect with the energy. Yeah. Whereas these symbols are living being consciousness in their own right. But many of the symbols are connected with different energy. And it's all about awakening our lifetimes when we were angel. So Michael tells us 80% of humanity are angels. And that's something that I guess a lot of angel healing teachers before us have said, no, humanity is not being angels, but we, we have. And it's time that we remember this, and we remember our angelic heritage and lineage. And that's what the permanent does. But also permanent power, if we even sit and imagine ourselves to be in a power, we immediately feel aligned, don't we? Yeah. We just feel centered and in our power. But that particular symbol has got the resonance of Metatron. And then the balance symbol above carries the energy of Gabriel and hope. And it's all about helping us to balance our emotional body and our mental body and really uh, balance the male, masculine, feminine energies within us. It's wonderful to use with your clients and actually see the balance symbol going up and down their energy field. Even just that, <laughs> the client will feel incredible afterwards. And then the, the satellite symbol we have that emerald green of Raphael and right in the middle is Archaea Virtue. And Virtue bringing in this pink, the pink ray is always there in every act of healing. The pink ray is there because it brings in the forgiveness. It brings in the letting go of what is holding that person in that rigid state, why they're holding on to the, as a way for us to raise and expand our energy field. And as it says in the card, turn on our light, really become the light more in our life. Mm. Wow. So these cards really are so intricate. I mean, you've put so much thought into them with the design, the color, the look, the layers. This is a beautiful deck. Really, really, really is. I am so happy I got a chance to touch it, to have it, to use it, to play and to learn all of these just wonderful new things. I know we're coming close on our time. I've loved this conversation so much. And I'd love for you to let my audience know a little bit more about your trainings. So would you like to speak a little bit more about your trainings of angel training and unicorn training? Like what the heck is that? I've never heard of that. I love oh, unicorns, but yeah. So let us know, you know, what do you have going on and how can people connect with you? And if they want to learn, um, you know, angelic therapy, be, tell us tell us what your angel and training stuff is all about. So I'm reachable on social media at Callista Ascension on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and I often share a lot of free content about the angels and also how we can connect with the unicorns, which is a whole nother conversation. We'll need to have a I'd show about them, I think. Yeah. Um, angel healing is run over degrees and the degrees are every couple of months but there's teachers worldwide now so if there's not a course with myself there'll be a course with another teacher and we have Australian, New Zealand, Canadian, Middle East, UK, Europe, 
US. So if you're like you want to learn angel healing, where you will meet intimately all of the archaea, all of the archangels and work with these symbols. Right. Well, I'll have to see who's in the United States. And if no one's in New York, I might have to take this training because yeah. <laughs> I've had so many people ask me because, you know, I was trained in angelic training, but the person lives all the way in, in Tahoe and they're like, oh, well, how do you get, how do you do that? And I always send them, you know, to her, but um, you know, sometimes people really like to have these trainings in person now that we can be in person. So yeah. I'll check and see who you've trained in the United States. And if they're close to me, you know, maybe this is going to be on my path for another angel training. That would be a lot of fun. That would be amazing. We have a lot of people that come from Angel Reiki and IET, and they all say that the angel healing system is a lot different. So there is, I mean, there's always more to learn, isn't there? With the Always. Yeah. So it would be incredible to have you eight as part of the system for sure. That'd be great. Well, thank you so much. We will put all of the, your connection, your website and everything in the show notes. I'm excited to learn more about these cards with you and the artist. And l let's give a shout out to the artist too. Can you just let us know who helped you to design these beauties and uh, her name? And uh, yeah, and I'd love to follow follow you guys on social media to see the unveiling of more of these cards. <laughs> Yes. So the artist is my good friend and sister, Mary Jo Forzali. I can never pronounce her name. And she lives in Beirut in Lebanon in the Middle East. And she's a trained angel healing practitioner. That's actually how we met. And we became really good friends. And we decided one day, you know, shall we start this project of designing an angel card and angel deck? And we felt we've had the truth bumps what angel call or energetic goosebumps we felt the truth bumps and we just went into it and had the most incredible adventure and journey along the way she lives in the sixth dimension it's all about geometry and colors she's just yeah she's an incredible soul for sure yeah, I, I'm very excited to follow her as well because I'm all about sacred geometry and colors too. So I think yeah. that's also why this deck <laughs> really spoke to me. Uh, angels, geometry, color. Yes, I'm there. So, well, thank you so much. You were a wonderful and beautiful guest. I would love to have you back on and talk about some unicorns. And please, you know, keep us in mind anything that you have going on. I would love to have you back. Love talking about the angels. So thank you again so much for being a guest on the Path 11 podcast. Oh, thank you so much, April. So much love to you. Same here. And so much love to you all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if you're looking for a grief group, check out my other website, hannashealing.com. Have lots of things going on there and our fun spiritual self-help support group. Would love to see you guys in person on Zoom, see your faces and uh, connect with you guys. So until next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the Path 11 podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, this podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Path 11 TV. Visit path11tv.com to start a seven-day free trial and start streaming over 100 hours of exclusive video content on consciousness, healing, and life after death. That's path11tv.com and be sure to use coupon code PODCAST30 
to take 30% off your annual membership. Start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with a membership to Pat11 TV today. Bye for now.